Hello and welcome to another podcast from The Practical Medium, and I am Michelle, about to throw shade The Practical Medium. Uh, tonight's topic, or today's topic, depending on when you're listening to this, has to do with how, oh, I guess it's a pet peeve. I call myself The Practical Medium for a reason, and I try to stay away from certain fringe conspiracy theories, themes, what have you. I can't really figure out the words in my head right now to describe the absolute bunkum that a lot of metaphysical and metaphysical and even psychic mediums come out with and how people get wrapped up into that and how it becomes something a little more... hmm, it, It takes away from the legitimacy of what the stuff that Linda and I were trying to talk about or talking about in the last podcast. And before I forget, dear listener, I will be editing this to get rid of any audio garbage that I happen to create. And I will be doing this going forward now that I have a little better idea of how to edit audio. And I know for you, those of you who do this, who have edited audio, it's like, yeah, it's not that hard. Well, it's not, but I just never really explored it. So going forward, you'll probably be hearing more jump cuts as I just get rid of stuff that has no relevance or it's just me um, umming, like I just did, and holding my, putting my finger on the page of my thoughts and trying to come up with the next sentence. So that's what I'm going to start eliminating going forward. And I appreciate all of you who have suffered through my podcasts with all of that. I, I, Ken's making a comment in my head, so I'm going to call it verbal masturbation because that's kind of what it is. You're just kind of screwing around trying to find the next word and you can't find it, so you um, er, uh, so's. Yeah, and it drives me nuts on a personal level, so I'm just going to try to start doing it to begin with, and if I find myself doing it, I'm going to pause or edit it out, which means, uh, I think I said, more jump cutting, and it might make the, the audio a little less smooth in terms of transitions. I will try to fix that as I go along and learn more about how to do this as well. So on today's topic, the I'm going to go and give a little background. Some time ago when I first started reopening and looking for some answers or insight or context, which there, it's really very hard actually to do that, give context about this stuff that is very nebulous and very... Um, I guess the word I would come up with in my head is filmy, and it's a matter of perception, it's a matter of changing perceptions, it's a matter of being able to step back and see different perception, uh, perspectives and perspective, perceptions, as I've talked about in another, blog, in another blog in the past. And at some point I will make an attempt to discuss that in a podcast, but that's for the future. Today is more along the lines of part of my journey was going and looking through all these metaphysical people I started out listening to people who were using, um, well, one person in particular, I try not to name names, I'm just going to throw shade, that was using, that was creating uh, EVP radios to listen to the dead, and after a while, it got too showmanshipy. And I was starting to fade away from watching that stuff when I saw a comment from somebody, oh, you should talk about, let me correct myself, she didn't say you should talk about, she said you should try channeling my family member for your next video or just basically I read it as somebody who was trying to excuse me bring in more attention to her family member and the information that they had to provide to the public at large so of course I'm curious and I'm sure a bunch of other people were and I went and checked it out and 
for I'd say about nine months or so of me following this uh, this duo, there was a lot of good information there. There's a lot of good information for people who were interested in opening themselves up. This the deceased part part of the duo. I'm gonna call them the partner for lack of a better way. The deceased partner in the duo was telling people, oh yes, you can do this too. You might be limited to who you talk to. And I tend to agree with that because we all can talk to the dead to a limited extent. So there was a lot of good advice. There was a lot of stuff that made a lot of sense to me that I decided that I followed and that it made me think and it made me uh, want to try. And really, there's nothing wrong with that, um, right? Yeah. So I followed for a while and I was becoming a little bit of a defender because the information was, was very on point and solid and reasonable and decent and gave people, how do I put it, trying to make some normalcy out of this, trying to make some comprehension, trying to get this to make sense to them and to accept or accept or just even explore the fact that death is not the end of everything. You know, so I followed for a while. And again, I was not verbal or vocal. I was just trying to get my own feet underneath me and find information. But then one day, I noticed that they were starting to... Um, oh, by the way, the sidetrack is, is that they do a lot of celeb They did a lot of celebrity interviews using mediums to bring the partner through along with the celebrity. And I, again, if you've listened to my episode on why I won't do celebrity... I did would I would find it interesting to listen to this and you know you could imagine that the person that they're talking to is a celebrity because of the, the, the changes in vocal patterns and speech context so you can you're just like yeah that, that's got to be pretty that's pretty real but I don't necessarily say I doubted anything it's just it's celebrity it there's too much information that's publicly known about a celebrity that can be easily leaned upon even as a medium so that's one of my problems with that and it came down to a, a was fine to follow for a while and read the daily blog posts and read the read the transcription of videos for better insight because watching a video doesn't always do it for me but that's just me and then the weird shit started to kick in oh hey we're going to talk about the greys which are that the the aliens then we're going to talk to Bigfoot and we're going to talk to other stuff and I'm like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I put on the brakes I said no 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 when it comes to the Bigfoot stuff the guys that created the Bigfoot um, they outed themselves some years ago they showed the exact same costume used in the film they used they, they, they basically said okay the hoax has gone on long enough guys it's like the Loch Ness Monster. It doesn't exist, and here's our proof. And it pretty much, you know, they were relying on some, <clears throat> I would say, folklorish things that described a Bigfoot, but Bigfoot, in terms of its existence, relies lies solely in the tulpa sphere, in that communities created things that go bump in the night. Now, now this duo is coming up and making it all legit and sounding all legit that, oh, Bigfoot's out there because my partner on the other side says he is. And I'm like, no, I'm out. The, I'm out with the grays. I am out with, the, with that stuff because we're getting into classic, classic uh, conspiracy theory, schizophrenia routines, and not saying that 
conspiracy theories and schizophrenia tend to, to, to merge, but you can be non-schizophrenic and get into these conspiracy theories. You know, Area 54 stuff. And I don't hold truck with that because it's so outrageous. And I'm saying that as a psychic medium. But as, a, as somebody who's a medium like I am, I recognize the fact that there are things out there that, yes, they do go bump in the night. Yes, I have recently talked about them. But their manifestation is not in the form of a gray alien or Bigfoot. Bigfoot, I'm sorry, does not exist. It is a hoax. It was something that maybe communities created a long time ago, along with the whole, you know, the whole stuff with the American Indians, the natives um, creating stuff. But it never really had a physical existence. The aliens, I can't get a read on it. I don't know if they exist, what they're... Or if it's just something that not necessarily is a mass hysteria kind of thing so much as it's a mass uh, people have said have not looked at the information in their head, the pictures, and they tend to come to a common conclusion because they're missing details or it's just easier to go with what somebody says as opposed to think for yourself. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. And I, because I just don't have any information. And um, when I say I don't have any information, people want like, oh, you know everything. You got to have an information. And I mean, and I'm talking about this with my real life friends because I do a lot of research for a living and I often have answers at the ready. Yeah. So on that note, I just don't know. And I will be happy to say I don't know because that's just part of who I am. But now getting back to this this duo. When that happened, and I know I just got on a, on a tangent, but as I've said, I'm good at tangents. Their whole raison d'etre, reason to be, changed from doing celebrities and having mediums channel the, the dead person to bring through information because the living person is not a medium by any means. They're a medical, they're a medical specialist. So their, their dead partner uh, it was bipolar and they committed suicide so that's why they're not on this physical side anymore and I've, I've talked about when you're dead you tell you lose the person lose what you were in life because of the chemicals aren't there but you don't lose it completely in this person's case they didn't just they did not even not lose it they have invested themselves in it and they are going into that conspiracy theory crap and trolling with it and enjoying it and pissing, you know, pissing off people who want to just, you know, it's like, it's not the good news. It's just like, hey guys, when we're dead, it's not really the end all be all of our existence. So, and here's why. So I guess I could say I'm a counter to the extremities, the, extre the extreme people, the extreme um, conspiracy theorists. And maybe that makes me a little boring. I don't know. However, this is the stuff that makes it harder, in my opinion, for the average Joe to or Jane to look at and take seriously. And that's what, you know, this is, if we're going to make this something that people can at least explore and accept to a certain level, then let's not sensationalize it. That's how I look at it, because if you sensationalize it, then... You know, you don't get the middle. You don't get the most important part of society, which is the middle who wants to have a little bit of independent thought guided by somebody who might have some reasonable input. And maybe I'm that person, I don't know, being that reasonable input. I try. But when I am scrolling 
through the my Facebook, and I never un I never left that group because I kept I wanted to just keep a half an eye on it. Okay, now I don't do Facebook much anymore. I had to go on because one of my work sites um, got rid of their forms and put it on Facebook, and I'm like, uh, I don't want to be on Facebook. I hate it. It's a cesspit, and the even though I have good people on there, there's, there's also people that I'm just like, why haven't I blocked you yet? Oh yeah, because I'm not on Facebook anymore. I have a lot of, I have a whole host of, of problems with Facebook and that's just one of them. So I happen to be scrolling through because yeah, it's, it's quarantine. I'm bored. I need some entertainment, right? Um, dead people aren't doing it for me. So let's look at Facebook. And I come across a post that was done from this particular duo that was done a couple of days after the whole um, drink disinfectant theory was espoused by a certain person who's supposedly in charge or supposed to be take your pick and you know I'm not anti-science I mean I know that in the last podcast I mentioned that science is a religion but that isn't that's an opinion and that's not me knocking on science and that's not me knocking on people's faith in science because science is sound science is logical and science has done a lot of good for you for humanity and I just felt feel that people who look for faith and do not find comfort in traditional religions have transferred it to science and put uh, too much faith in science. But that's their thing. It's just an observation. That's all that is. I figured I should clear that up before I come across, before you're going like, wait, you're talking about conspiracy theorists, but yet you slammed science in the last uh, podcast. Well, not specifically. I just made a, a distinction. And I'm clearing that up now in case somebody wants to call me out on that and hasn't quite gotten to the point of emailing me about it. But uh, any hoodle. This post from um, somebody on this side of the plant, on, of the fence, who is a medical person, highly trained in a, in a bit of a refined industry, is talking about how they have to get this UV light treatment that their partner on the other side is espousing to the president so that he can tell the world and everybody will be cured of the coronavirus had me face palming so hard I think I punched a hole in my face for five seconds. I'm like, are you kidding me? What? Okay, so let me get this straight. You have had books out, you have books out there that are still selling decently. Uh, your partner on the other side is um, has a huge following. You yourself have gotten a lot of respect, and you just pissed it away. I'm sure that I'm sure I'm just happened to be coming in on the end of the whole downfall, but um, in my mind, it's a downfall of from their once. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, from their once decent position of authority in the metaphysical world to this, to espousing junk science and trying to get it to the president to share with the world. I mean, if UV light worked, people would have gone and would, on the beaches and be healed immediately from coronavirus. It has not happened. Science has not found that out to be true. And nobody's reporting back that they got healed by UV lights. So that, to me, was a shining example of what the metaphysical world does not need to be. It's not what it needs to be. It not, it's not what we need to be saying as um, a community. We do not need to be backing bad 
facts, um, that specious facts, the uh, junk science, take your pick, take your whatever word you like. We as a group need to be rational. We need to be sane about this. We need to respect that there is a cure out there and it's going to be delivered by science through scientific means and through scientific methods and it's not going to necessarily come from the other side and it's not going to come from anybody that is of questionably sane mind on either side of the fence it's the finding um a vaccine cure whatever for this stuff and i mean i'm i'm not even sure we're going to find a cure because viruses viruses are not bacteria viruses mutate they find ways around our defenses and that's why they are successful and that's why they've been with us since probably we left the water and started walking and started breathing air and i'm just however our evolution started i don't go that far back in terms of uh asking about the history of the earth because I don't know if, I, if I'd get the right answers because it's so ancient. By the way, as a side note, old, the older, uh, the farther I go back in time, the less reliable the, the material information, the information is, or the material that comes through because it's so far back in time, it does degrade <clears throat> because that person who I'm trying to reach may have incarnated again. So it's like, if, so if I'm going back to somebody in the 1700s or the 1600s, they may not be as reachable and I might not be talking to their full face. So I'm not getting their full memories because they're, they're busy living a physical life again. That's something that um, I've come across, but I haven't really tried too hard. And other people who have tried to reach back, I don't think have met with varying degrees of success. So on that side note, and my, and my being a good tangent person, back to the science. You know, the, we're, we're humans, we're clever, we will find ways to turn this into some, the coronavirus into something that we just expect as we expect the flu and maybe like the whole Spanish flu, which was an, which was an H1N1, was bird flu, and we'll, it'll disappear and be a footnote in history or it will be something that we live with on a daily basis. But we have, by that time, it's that time we'll have better control over how it's transmitted. We will have better control of how to uh, deal with the symptoms. You know, we're just at the, we're just with one, we just have one toe in the water with, with the coronavirus and um, you know, we have to let time happen. But it, we're not going to get anywhere in the metaphysical community by throwing away the science in favor of listening to various theories coming through from the other side from sources that aren't exactly reliable. I mean, I could ask Ken, uh, hey dude, do you got something for the coronavirus? And he just just shakes his head at me and says, no, I got jack shit. So don't ask me, I'm not a scientist. I mean, the scientists over here, they got other things to deal with. Meaning that the scientists that on the other side are working on problems that are not ours because, well, they're more effective working on their problems instead of trying to get through to the humanity because you know what the other side knows we'll figure it out they do the same thing there we do it here it's just sucks in the meantime to have to be dealing with this and me as a medium listening or reading to a conspiracy theorist from somebody who i thought would be better than that in terms of the information that they're throwing down 
blew my mind, pissed me off, and made me angry enough to do this podcast in the interim and speak about it. Because ultimately, this is a topic that is interesting and fascinating and very exciting for people who want to involve themselves in it. But at the end of the day, I'm just like you and you and I'm just like you. I put my pants on one leg at a time. And I'm not making gold records. But I am living a life where I have more sensitivity to the other side. But I'm still human. I'm still vulnerable to coronavirus. My being a, a psychic medium does not protect me from anything. It's, you know, not it, nothing. Because I have to take this material and I have to interpret it and have to make sure it's reasonable and logical. And I tell you one thing. I had a strong sense. Oh, I'm going to sidetrack for a moment here. And this is what it's like to be a medium and would not know what to do with the information. My mom had an abscess in her tooth from um, a, a, another, ins- the parotid gland got infected. So the, the infection went into her mouth. She had an appointment with a teledoc appointment on the Monday. And on Friday, when she's telling me about all this, I said, I got this urge. I need to tell her that she should take that appointment on Monday. Well, my naive ass thought that she would take the appointment. She didn't. So she went in for an emergency dental treatment today and got it fixed, but at a high cost. Now, I'll tell you one thing right now. I put off, if I had told her and she got the antibiotic, she still would have had to do the dental work. But maybe it wouldn't have been so impactful to her wallet. So... Do I feel bad by not saying anything? A little, but I have to also tell myself I don't know the future. And my not telling her may not have changed the outcome because maybe she still would have felt better by Monday morning and said I don't need to talk to the doctor to get an antibiotic script. It's, it's comme si, comme ça. What do you do with this information? And that's why as medium you need to stay logical, rational, centered, put out information that people can comprehend not dive into conspiracy theories, not talk about stuff that uh, most most normal mediums cannot really, what am I looking for? Look, They're not really going to bring it through with reliability, or if they can, more power to them. I'm always on the 50-50 on the fence, Occam's Razor, about it, because I don't, I, this, I'm just me. And other people have different experiences or different ways of bringing in information. We all, like I said, have a commonality, but everybody has specialties, just like in life. You know, a, a, a general practitioner, physician, works on everything. Um, a surgeon, like a, um, a neurosurgeon, works on neuro, n- neurological issues. So, you know, we all have specialties, including psychic mediums. And what we don't need to do is go off driving into the ditch and deep into the weeds and pulling out stuff from our asses that don't help anybody. Because when you're basically the the core of being a psychic medium is to help people. You want to find ways to help them, help somebody put their grief to rest or to ease their pain or to give them information that they didn't know that they wanted, needed or wanted to hear. You know, take your pick, pick your poison, whatever. But telling people bad science is not the way to help them. So, on that note, I've come to the end of my rant, and I think that's all I have to say on the subject. Obviously, you hear me get a little passionate here, which I don't always seem to do, maybe. 
I let loose and I threw some shade and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> That's all I got. So until next time, and I will be back next week, uh, probably Sunday or Monday with another episode about seeing the dead before we die. And that has to do with hospice or people who are not necessarily in hospice, but are passing and start seeing their relatives coming through and the whole, you know, why that is. And um, until then, let's hope that the weather warms up for the people that, like me living in uh, Chicago that's doing a great imitation of being Seattle right now. And that we will have a normal summer. I am so hopeful for it because I want to be outside at the pool so bad this summer. I don't want my summer to be canceled. Well, and until next time, y'all take care. And... Um, Linda will be back for another uh, discussion and we will refine it. We'll find topics to talk about and dig into and um, share, compare notes kind of thing. So take care of yourselves. Be healthy, be well, put on your masks and um, use hand sanitizer if you got it and watch out for the other guy. Take care.